Hey, you! You want a better body in 15 days? You want a dream job making millions from working at home? You want to get rid of unsightly skin yes. tags? Then listen up! <laughs> this is Destroy All Clickbait, the podcast with 12 active ingredients to clear your thinking, enhance your brain power, and purify your ideology. Our active ingredients are Ing, Avi, and me. I'm Adam. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I'm an additive. Let's... That... <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yes, awful. Of <laughs> it's full of ingredients. When we were, when we were, when I was young, we totally not ninety percent filler. <laughs> it will not give you rashes. I repeat, will not give you rashes. <laughs> it's not a huge or or cause blindness. Legionnaire's disease free since 2017. <laughs> anyway. Uh, now with no right, so shark. Let's... Now with no razor blades. <laughs> and then just the, the disclaimer going at the bottom <laughs> that we know of. Uh, well, back to the... Yes. Happy Tweetsgiving. Yes. Happy, yep, happy indeed. Due to happenstance, to uh, you weren't here when we discussed this, but Alfie and I decided that it will now be the tradition, and this tradition. is our first annual <laughs> Tweets okay. Giving Special, where for Thanksgiving we'll try to get all our clickbait from the Twitter. Okay. Well, truth be told, we seem to get a lot of our clickbait from yeah, the Twitter. Yeah, this... Okay. So... And this is because all of our clickbait this week is from the Twitter. Yes. It's all from the and Twitter. And because Technic we can then do a sort of portmanteau with Thanksgiving and tweeting. Fair enough. And Indeed, although just... this is American Thanksgiving, yeah, and not I'm Canadian Thanksgiving. I'm just going to continue to explain the joke until somebody puts me out of my mercy and stops me, please. Look over there. Okay. Look over there, let's, George. Let's, and, start um, with, with, let's start with... Should... I, I Tell start me about the, the top ten rabbits again. <laughs> <laughs> just, just look at this one weird trick, George. This one weird trick. <laughs> place and English professors hate him <laughs> no. no I want to look at the, the most recent the, the last one that Avi provided here uh, the, oh, the video okay so the, 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 uh, the Bitcoin bi one the Bitcoin video okay so this is it's for for the viewers at home or the listeners at home it's it's basically a short less than a minute clip of uh, a video that's that's a parody of the friday song if you remember that from years ago at this point mm -hmm. um Timely. except it's yeah except it's based on the idea that hey you can't go shopping with bitcoin so you should totally get this credit card called bitpay <laughs> so you can use your bitcoin <laughs> for your after thanksgiving shopping because that makes sense <laughs> we are not a pyramid scheme i repeat not a pyramid scheme totally not yeah, a pyramid i gotta say scheme, that guys if any if any video just needed to flash the words completely legitimate at the end, it is this <laughs> it one. It would be this one. <sighs> yeah, and they, they got some girl to sing, and they threw some auto-tune over it, and they have a bunch oh, of other people so, lip-syncing to it. So much auto-tune so. on this video. It's, and it's, it's like the entire thing is auto-tuned, <laughs> like obviously auto-tuned. And it's like, and the the hilarious part is there. I don't know if there are any actual notes in the song. It's a droning, repetitive chant, even with the auto-tune. <laughs> well, that's that's what Friday yeah. was. <laughs> if you've ever listened to the original Friday song, okay, that's what Friday was. So it it sounds like Friday. <laughs> Okay. The song. If if uh. okay, I'm putting up in the Twitch and now in the thing. I'm going to put uh -huh. the, the the I found the link to the entire video on YouTube. Okay. So I'm, I I don't think I need to watch the entire video. No. Well, just watch the first few <laughs> seconds of the actual video because that's pretty All amazing, right. and I can't be I can't believe they cut that part out. The hell? <laughs> Why do they have that? It's the Why do they have that? <laughs> I want a link to the screaming cowboy at this point. Oh, going... oh great. Uh... I missed the best part. <laughs> <laughs> it's only like...
like like maybe 20 seconds long <laughs> but like why why well because of bit so pay. okay as near as i can tell what this card is is that basically and this is actually making me severely regret and consider changing how i do my debit cards visa has a prepaid uh-huh. debit card system uh-huh. with them which uh-huh. as near as i can tell is a way to cash out bitcoins and basically buy a prepaid debit card with it so you can use it like it's real money. Oh, God. Of course, you may be saying, well, why would I buy Bitcoin then? Why would I not just, you know, use my regular money that, say, I already use a debit card to transfer and just do that directly? And that's a good question. Because that would make you a fiat loser, according to the video. Oh, yeah, that's right, because apparently that's a thing. It's, they're going to shame you into, uh, Th- into Which, using... okay, the many things about Bitcoin I hate. That one is the most because it is literally the most fiat currency ever conceived. Okay. It's yeah. not based on yeah. the gross economy of any nation or backed up by the promise or securance of any banks it's not based on the values of limited resources it's literally the decision that well we made it so the computer says it's worth this much and it is because Mm -hmm. it's worth that much yeah (laughs) and then you can build a computer that literally farms it and then it'll be worth more yeah well i believe the and believe me i'm not trying to pretend i understand bitcoin but i believe the rationale Uh in that case is um that because you earn other uh, other currency represents a use of resources, so Bitcoin has yeah. to represent a use of resources. So in this case, it has to use up computer time, which is, quote, mining the coin in the same way that yeah. you would mine the metals uh, to make real currency. Um, yeah. And, and the mere fact, like, it, it, it's just kind of a, it's sympathetic magic almost, like, if we do that. And then, of course, that's created a problem where it apparently it has to keep escalating, just just as capitalism does. You have to keep... Well, okay, you have to so keep... I'm going to really simplify it. Okay. That's and fine. This is not actually how the blockchain works. Do not at me. But for the sake of understanding <laughs> how the mining works, you know what a prime number is, right? Yes. yes. Yeah, that is the number that's divisible only by itself in one. So right. imagine that you're getting a computer and like the first ones to mine the Bitcoin are running an algorithm that is to calculate prime numbers. Okay. okay. But it's also exclusive, so, you know, once somebody calculates that prime number, nobody else can get it. That bit is already mined. Okay. The ah, first ones are, okay. of course, easy to calculate. And then, yes, once right. all the readily exploitable ones there, then it starts to take processing power to calculate higher and higher numerical prime numbers. Ah. Uh, Bitcoin uh, is... The Bitcoin algorithm is more complicated than that. But it's right. the same right. in principle, and if anything, right. probably stupider and more arbitrary. <laughs> in all likelihood, it's yes. It's claiming a, yeah, a point. Now, see, my understanding is that there are a few other of the cryptocurrencies who acknowledge this, and they're trying to like make themselves based on the computers doing something actually useful. Like, it you know, solves, I don't know... Uh, I can't even remember. Uh, but they've like they're like it it de- decrypts something, and then for every mm-hmm. decryption, that is worth a bitcoin or whatever the coin is called. Um, it's still kind of dumb, but it's at least yeah. Well, for a while yeah, there was you... also a parody one called Dogecoin yeah, Doge that calculated <laughs> its value based on the number of dog memes that its program could detect on the internet. Oh God! I didn't know oh that was the no! Basis of yes, it, but yes, this I was a parody oh, Bitcoin, and for yeah. a while oh. it was. For a while, of course, the joke was that it was worth more and more stable than Bitcoin. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Which of course it fell out of favor since nobody actually trusts Dogecoin, and honestly, nobody should trust. Bitcoin either because it's a currency that was crashed by Magic the Gathering. Yes, exactly. Well, my yeah. my favorite thing um, about Bitcoin was a few uh, a few months back they had a big Bitcoin uh, 
a big Bitcoin convention, and uh, it turned out not, none of the related vendors took Bitcoin for the Bitcoin-related convention. Yeah. <laughs> of course not, because that would make it easy. It's sort of like the observation <laughs> that you never see a tobacco executive smoke. Right, exactly. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. And and uh, the NRA is a gun-free zone. Yeah. The actual NRA offices. Uh-huh. Same thing. Yeah. They're 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 peddling yeah. something equally well. And I, I mean, there was that article uh, a few months ago too about um, apparently the processing power of <laughs> that, that's required for Bitcoin has gotten so huge that like at you know within a year or two we're going to be using all of the Earth's computing power just for Bitcoin if it keeps yeah if it keeps escalating it, it keeps. Yeah, it it actually uses more resources than like all of the other actual physical mining. Right. Because uh, well, here's the thing that we've done combined. Right, because computational <laughs> power isn't just fucking magic; it actually runs off electricity, which is generated yeah. typically via yep turning turbines to induce electrical charge, which is often done by burning a fossil fuel or hydroelectrical right or air. Or yeah, solar, solar yeah. or whatever. Oh, I forgot to say the one thing with the bitchain thing there is that as it gets harder to get the Bitcoin, thus supposedly uh-huh. the resource gets more valuable because there'll be less of it. Of course. Right. Of course. Or less and readily it's... available. It's still stupid. Yeah, no, I remember there was a there was a thing on Twitter about going back like ten years and what would you tell your yourself from 10 years ago and basically somebody was like i would tell them to get into bitcoin and then cash out at right like, in like 2012 right. or something to that effect like cash out early well, so that way you don't have to deal with this but shit. of course that, that's <laughs> the thing everyone is trying to do that that <laughs> everyone mm-hmm. knows that oh yeah you got to cash out at a key point but you have to encourage mm-hmm. everyone else to stay in yeah and, and it becomes mm-hmm. a cult basically but yeah um, here's also or, the thing the act of cashing out will also crash it but but the video is uh is pretty incredible like i say the fact that it is a parody of friday uh that was done uh-huh. in just the last few days by the way this is not like a video from 2000 and, <laughs> this isn't from 2015 this is this is from like yeah this november 17th 2018 apparently and, and again like i the people in the comments are like I think they're Bitcoin defenders, and they're still going, oh, this oh. is the most cringeworthy thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, whenever there's anything related to Bitcoin, there's always people defending it. Always people defending it. No, but I mean, the people who, just... even the people who defend Bitcoin as a concept are laughing at the uh-huh. video. It oh, reminds yeah. me... Well, no, that's because this is I, a horrible I'm sorry, video. I wish I could remember who it was, but somebody saw on Twitter made the joke, is like, oh, no, I'm drowning, and there's no one around to help me. Bitcoin is an inherently flawed system, so that thousands of people will come out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And it's just, it really does have that, it's its its got that cultish thing where it's like, we'll repeat our things that people need to hear. Fiat currency is for losers, is a comment. Like, and that appears two or three times throughout the video. BitPay. Oh my God. The bear run. I don't know what the bear run is. It's uh, bear so... and bull either. market. Right. Well, ah. I mean, I, I literally bull, don't, don't care enough to, <laughs> to actually guess... find out why that is. I'm just presuming it's stupid. Um, <laughs> basic. Right. Well, I think. Like, one of the critic explanations for Bitcoin is what is Bitcoin? Well, a computer does math, so now I can buy child porn. Or now yeah. I can buy drugs. Yeah. Because, yeah. yes, it got popular for buying some black market things on the internet. Right. Because, and Magic the Gap. Yeah. Because it's supposedly, because it advertised itself as untraceable. It is. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's the thing. I, I assure you, it is. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. Or, yeah. as I've said it, because of how much resources it's now using to where, like, Bitcoin mining factories are severe yeah. pollution generators. Right. It's yep. now the equivalent of burning crops to earn pictures of food. Right. 
Jesus. I'm so glad my brother didn't take an old CPU we had and tried to turn it into a Bitcoin mining computer. He almost well, did. Well, one of the frustrating <laughs> things did. is that it's also driven up computer part prices. Mm-hmm. So oh, stuff like graphic it. cards and RAM, which previously was very cheap, are now really expensive, right. including a lot of the graphics cards and shit for, like, gaming rigs. Mm-hmm. Are now Why? being priced out. Need a... Are now pricing out people because. Why do you need a graphics I... card to mine math? I, because the I more... don't know. <laughs> well, the more CPU, uh, the more CPUs you have clucking along, the better your chances of getting some of the the, the Bitcoin is. So there you right, you're, you're just... but 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 a graphics card isn't your CPU. It it just determines how nice how how well the, your computer can process the actual graphics. I don't know, but if something with it doing... to repurp- is apparently popular to be repurposed for Bitcoin. Bitcoin is sort of the thing that this is such an amazingly stupid thing, but the technology uh-huh. behind it is complex enough so that it's like you literally yeah. had to apply a lot of technical intelligence to figure out yeah. a way to be uh. this incredibly stupid. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Reminds, yeah, reminds me of what Ebert said about a movie. I think it was Death to Smoochie, or is it took talented people to make a movie this bad? Yes, <laughs> you know, probably. Untalented people yeah. could not make a movie this bad. Uh, right. Anyway. <laughs> yes. So let's let's discuss George R. R. Martin yes. and how he may not finish his his epic series of A Song of Ice and Fire. Yes, and, I, <laughs> and I, how that apparently has pissed off a lot of people. And now, just there may be one or two people on Earth who don't know this. Song of Ice and Fire are the book series on which Game of Thrones is based. Um, right, George R. R. Martin. Game of Thrones is the. F- Game of Thrones is the first book in right. that series and they, for which the the show is based and on. And they correctly didn't call the series A Song of Ice and Fire because it's not as catchy as a title. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I feel my one of my favorite shows right now is The Expanse. Uh, and I mm-hmm. really think they should have done the same thing as Game of Thrones and called it after the first book, which is called Leviathan Wakes, which is an inf- oh, yeah, that sounds much infinitely better title. I think people see The Expanse and they're like, The Expanse? What is that? Leviathan Wakes is a way catchier title. And it- But look, after season one, people are going to wonder, well, why are we still calling it Leviathan Wakes when the titular Leviathan is well awoken and is currently <laughs> not only awake, but enjoying their brunch? Yeah. Yeah, the second volume. Yeah, it's the second they're, volume they is have called a mimosa. Leviathan gets some coffee. Leviathan has a shower, brushes his teeth. Season two, Leviathan's latte. Yeah. <laughs> but um, anyway, but, but for, as for yes, I always had. There used to be a website for so in read George R. R. Martin. So when the uh, show started, uh, he had written. Yeah. Um, well, when the show was announced, he'd written four books. Um, right. And the fourth book was controversial because he had said he'd finished the book, then he released what turned out to be half a book, which was A Feast for Crows. And, um, okay. and um, it was um, only some, every, the, the books are based around a, um, the viewpoints of certain characters. Uh, right. Tyrion's, Jon, uh, T- uh, Danny, Arya, Sansa. And one or two others, Theon. Uh, uh-huh. They're the main. They're the and and they do c- sometimes come and go as characters. But essentially, you had eight or nine characters who were the viewpoint characters. Uh, mm-hmm. And anyway, the fourth book only contained about half the regular viewpoint characters. It didn't have. That's uh-huh. still had, more than any book rightfully should have for viewpoint characters. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's just the, the structure that he was employing was that he kept flipping between viewpoint characters, which you know, <sighs> as far as it goes. Anyway, so he released that, and then he and he had told people that the book was totally finished and he was just editing it, and then something like five years went by with only this one ha- theoretically half a book came coming out. Uh, finally, uh, the show was announced, and very shortly after the show was announced, I believe uh, the fifth uh-huh. book was finally finished and released. Um, there are supposed to be two more books in the series and the show is now past where the books ended. Um, and, uh, the, the final two books supposedly are going to be called, uh, the winds of winter and a dream of spring. Um, okay. He says he's on it. The ironic thing is now because of the success of the show, George R. R. Martin has gotten all these other writing gigs, uh, which are taking Uh away from his ability to write game of Thrones books. 
Um, right. Now, I, and he's also not he's also not writing for the show anymore because he was right because he, he initially was right helping to write the show initially. Yeah, which was too bad. I thought he actually did some wrote a couple of the best episodes early on because um, he used to be he was mm. he was from TV. He wrote for uh, he wrote for the Beauty and the Beast show back in the eighties with Ron Perlman and Linda Hamilton. Um, oh, I didn't know. Yeah, that. Yeah, he was. I I don't know if he was the head writer, but he was certainly one of the writers. And uh, okay. he worked on the, the 80s Twilight Zone revival, which existed, if you may or may not recall. Um, I'm aware of it. Yeah. And uh, he, he worked on some other stuff that never got picked up. But he always wanted to do all kinds of cool fantasy shit on TV, which you couldn't do either because of budget or he just couldn't, you know, get people to, to give him a go. So that's part of why he wrote Game of Thrones is because he kind of went, oh, I'd like to do a big ongoing TV show that you would never be able to do because you wouldn't have the budget. Of course, this was in 1996. And then mm. <laughs> now, of course, people are, they went ahead and did it um, as a TV well, show. Well, in, well, then Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings happened. Yeah. And so fantasy came much back, much more into vogue again uh, compared to the previous decades. Uh, well, the title is J.R.R. Martin Might Never Finish A Song of Ice and Fire. Right. And that's okay. And that's yes. okay. And that's okay. And this is from BarnesandNoble.com. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, now, I actually do kind of want to mention there used to be a, 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 a website called uh, Finish the Book George, uh, which, used, which was basically trolling George R. R. Martin. <laughs> And was very like grumpy and grouchy and telling him George, George, and it was like Game of Thrones sucks. It's terrible. Like they were obviously the world's biggest fan of the books, but now they're saying it's uh -huh. terrible because it wasn't finished. Like somehow it, uh -huh. that made it bad retroactively. Um, it was very, and it was kind of witty and you could kind of see where it was coming from at the time but it was so entitled it was so like why are you doing why are you wasting your time with this and apparently the the fans of the books got felt really burned because more than anything he would say oh yeah it was finished and uh and then it would be finished you know that kind of thing so he did unfortunately right. could be seen as stringing people along at the time I but Ah. What, why I picked this for clickbait is, is that it seems to frame it as George R. R. Martin said, well, I'm considering just saying, just fucking off and not bothering, when okay. he hasn't yeah. given any indication by that. Yeah. I mean, what was like, what were his exact words? Like, what did he I say don't... specifically? I'm just scrolling through the article to see. There's, um, there's like, no exact quote from him that's the start of it. It's just... You know, reflecting yeah. on the fact it's that he's that... an older man and has two more mm -hmm. books to write. Yeah. Yeah. And they're big books, and he and may he... not finish them. So, and like, and I think that's something to keep in mind for a lot of people is that, yeah, sometimes things just don't get finished because they don't get finished. You can't help it. Yes. <laughs> and, and this is coming from being a manga reader who read, who started <laughs> reading and watched Nana. And I don't think that series will ever get finished because the creator got sick. So she had to stop. Right. And I don't think she's picked it up since then. And I have no idea what her health status is. So she might never finish that series, which really, Game really of sucks. Thrones yeah. fans so... have no sympathy for me because I never got any, I never got season three of Carnival. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so speaking it's, of it's, HBO, it's... I would like to point out we are finally getting quote season four of Deadwood. Uh, so that, that is fine. And we did get season three of Twin Peaks. So never say nevering. It could happen. <laughs> right. It's, it's not that it could never happen. It's just, just people need to keep in mind that sometimes yeah closure is nice but you might not get it yeah. especially for a lot of these series the fact that we actually got the end of the harry potter series yeah. is kind of amazing although now it's being stretched for all it's worth right. and it's horrible now they're like so... they're that they finished it. well i know that the other big one and this is apparently in the works as a big fantasy tv series as well uh the wheel of time uh -huh. series which i was never a huge fan of but i found out a lot of my pals like it a lot uh, of course, he, yeah, I was friends with somebody who really loved it. Yeah, he he now Brent, uh, the the writer Robert Jordan, uh, not his real name apparently. Um, he actually yeah. died without it being finished properly, uh, ah. and uh, it, it was, happens. Yeah, it, yeah. Th there's nothing you can do about that. Now the the criticism was that look, that's the, there's you know, no reason not to finish the book just because you died. Tupac keeps releasing <laughs> albums, so. 
Somehow, Tupac keeps releasing albums. Who knows how? (laughs) (laughs) For Beyond, he saved up a whole bunch of them. Yep. There's a there's a there's a series by Isaac Asimov called the Foundation series where. um, the main guy, sorry, this seems like a huge diversion, but I am going somewhere with this, I promise. Uh, the main guy um, the, the, is a scientist who predicts what the history is going to be like, so he records a whole ton of, uh, of recordings for, like, multiple future generations, and they keep playing them every 50 to 100 years of what he's predicted is going to happen. And whenever I see that, I always think of that when I see, like, the Tupac's still releasing stuff, when they're still releasing albums from, like, Elvis and Tupac releases his most dire prophecy yet. (laughs) Oh my god. It was, it was, uh, yeah, Nostradamus' prophecies. (laughs) The prophecies of Tupac. The pack of two will be... You know, and it's weird, it's weird, because I can, I can actually imagine Tupac doing that, and it makes sense for why Biggie didn't, because I can imagine somehow, because of their different personalities, Biggie wouldn't do that, yeah. but Tupac would. It That's really weird, but it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Well, but just going uh, back to uh, uh, Wheel of Time, uh, Robert Jordan, uh, so they did... Yeah, who is mentioned in the article? He did mention, he, well, that's the thing, it had to be finished by another writer, Brendan Sanderson, uh, who apparently right. knocked it out of the park. I haven't read it. Uh, I was not uh-huh. a, like a, I was not a huge fan, but um, uh, of the books. But uh, people were like gushing over the the books that he did to write the series because it was basically a fan taking over his beloved series. Now the criticism of Robert Jordan before he died was that yeah, yeah. of course you can't help that he died, but he did seem right. to be taking like he did seem to be stretching it out beyond reason. Like he could have well, wrapped it up it- in seven books, and he kept it going to like. 12 books basically yeah it says it's an 11 book saga yeah so i don't i think it ended up being 14 he wrote 11 books yeah he -hmm. wrote 11 books and then brendan sanderson wrote three to finish it uh oh okay and um so 11 are by the originals three or three are by the the the, by brendan sanderson i know i know you're saying sanderson but every time i hear it i keep hearing that it was written by bernie sanders So there's this king, right? He's a dragon reborn. He's got to be reborn. It's great. Anyway, so there is a reasonable criticism people have made about uh, George Martin, because if you've read his blog, and I was reading his blog for a while because I was excited just the fifth. I was lucky enough to get into it just on the verge of the fifth book and then the TV show. So like okay. for me, there was no ah. sitting and waiting for years. It was like, I heard about it. Then a year later, a new book came out. And then, you know, there was a show. And I was like, hey, cool. I, you know, I right. get what I want. But now it's been, you know, the length of the show and he still hasn't produced the next book. Now, to be fair, like, so this is the back and forth. Part of it is, well, you know, he is not obligated, and this is what the article is pointing out. He's not really obligated. He's not your dancing monkey. But at the same time, nope. if you read about what he's doing, he is kind of wasting his time and not working on it. Like, not even trying to work on it. And there's a certain point where he's probably made so much money off it and done so well and he's so comfortable that he doesn't have the impetus to actually finish it. And he might be, like, feeling, you know, weighed down by it. And I think... I, th- exactly. I think some of the behavior of the, quote, fans, unquote, has been uh, a little bit brutal. Like, they tend to say things like, hurry up and finish this before you die, you big fat so Like, it's like, who, who would read that and go, well, I better finish the book? I, you know, who that that's the kind of thing that makes you want to go, just, no, I don't I don't want to deal with these people anymore. <laughs> I don't want to write these books anymore, because they're, they're being jerks about it, you know? And it's clear that it's like, oh, yeah. we're, we'll be happy when you die, but you have to finish the books <laughs> first. It's like, well, great, I'm that's really motivational, thanks. I really care about that. And Only I remember, once I, the Song of Ice and Fire is completed, Batman, do you have my permission to <laughs> my die? Permission. Exactly. Oh my god. Yep, that is 100% well, the attitude. I mean, that's what a particular quote basically said. I'm just going to read it. When you buy my book, you're paying for me for work I already did. Time I chose to invest in the hopes that I would later be rewarded. Unless you want to pony up the salary slash advance to buy a writer's time going forward, you don't get to decide what they are working on. Yeah. Period. So if he has already received an advance for one of these or both of these books, then yeah, it it, it does kind of seem unfair that he isn't working on them. But then again, it's the publisher who should actually be hounding him. Exactly. Not the fans. It's not the... It should be the publisher being like, hey, we paid you this money for you to write this book. Yeah. Why have haven't you written the book? Like there are, like that makes sense. Yeah, it, it, you can be, you can reasonably say, well, you know, he hasn't really acted very well. But 
the the level to which it tips into entitlement is really gross. Oh, yeah. Really, really gross. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if it was just Definitely. sort of a reasonable, hey, you know, you kind of started this series and you promised more and then you didn't finish it, uh, what's going on? And meanwhile, you're blogging yeah. about you don't write during football season or whatever. He has all these things that times that he doesn't write apparently. Uh, and those, oh my God. yeah, he's literally like, I don't write when I'm on the road. Well, that's fair enough. And like, I don't write okay. when the, when there's football season, apparently. So when it's football season, it's like that, which is an that's odd one really to weird. me because as a non football fan, it seems like it's always football season. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's a long yeah. stretch of the year for sure. Uh, to not be writing. So, or when his favorite team is in the playoffs. I guess when his team gets knocked out, he, he goes back to writing or whatever. And again, I mean, you can write... That's the thing. If he wasn't writing serialized fiction, he could write whenever the hell he wanted. Um, Basically. I, I always think of Douglas Adams. He always said, uh, you know, I love deadlines. I love the whooshing sound they make as they go by. Uh, <laughs> and that was... He was notoriously... Uh, and, they, and he really had people going... For God's sake, Douglas, write another book because you'll make us a jillion dollars and we need it. And his publishers were literally like trying all these tricks to get him to write. Uh, Stephen Fry wrote an introduction to one of his books because he was a friend of Douglas Adams. He said, you know, I was always, uh, they were always trying tricks to keep me from visiting Douglas because if I went over, they would not, he wouldn't get any writing done. So the publisher would go over there and like growl at me to get out of the house so that he could do some writing and stuff like that. Um, so, but nobody was going, oh, there needs to be a new Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy book. They were basic. I mean, they did make some more, but um, it, it was basically finished. It didn't feel like it needed more. Um, with Song of Ice and Fire, because it's very much to be continued, you're like, there's an implicit promise of more that people, you know, get get hung up on well, but then you can yeah yeah that's kind of what i wanted to talk there because in one sense yeah there's no obligation to finish it on the other hand you know when you pitch it as a series i can understand people expecting it to be finished mm-hmm. yeah and on the other other hand i could understand intentionally wanting to screw over these fans yeah at this point you're kind of like like, fans have become so obnoxious yeah go on yeah i don't i don't think people understand that the more you demand something the less likely somebody's gonna want to make it for you especially when like you have not actually put real investment in it and granted there's there's a certain thing about being invested as a fan in terms of making fan work Mm -hmm. and supporting a thing but if you haven't done a real investment, as the other person said, like actually paying them or yeah. putting in an advance for the thing, yeah. then yes, it's it's pure entitlement, and there's no reason to act that way. I remember, like, uh, yeah, I remember when the Watchmen movie was uh, on its like it was it the people it was just a gleam in everyone's eye. The fans were like. They were getting, and Alan Moore was like, "I don't really want it to be a movie." And people were like, "Well, he owes us a movie. It's 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 our right to get him." Like, I, I literally had an argument with someone who was like, "Well, by Moore saying that, it makes the movie less likely, and he's uh, he's he's denying us the chance of a great movie." And I'm like, "Well, it's his work. He literally didn't want a movie in this case, but no. it was like, no, no, like it was just taken as a given that he had we they had a right to a movie eventually. And sure, I mean, I always thought it could have made a good movie, and instead we." got what we got but but you know well it, it's also important that like there's like almost 20 years of movie development for Watchmen as well like mm-hmm. it wasn't something that was done in like a very short time frame and that <laughs> like there's a big old flow chart of like all of the different cast choices during the span of time like at one point Robin William was selected to be Rorschach which I think is absolutely insane <laughs> like he would have done it he would have been amazing at it I don't deny that but like what? okay no stop, stop. Logic there at all. no 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 one second because I can see this yeah, I can but see But here's it. the question. I can see why that would make would sense. Would we get but... comedian Robin Williams? Or would we get actually dramatic character actor Robin Williams? Right. I think we would get dramatic character Robin Williams because Robin Williams does do a decent amount of thought when it comes to every single character he plays, regardless if it's dramatic or comedic. Yes. Like, he, he is very calculated regardless of which one he does. So if he did actually get the part of Rorschach, I can actually see him doing it very, very well because he would understand that because his face is covered, that his his body would actually be the main point of Also, he can go... And, that's also really hard to do. <laughs> also, he can go dark. 
Yeah. Exactly. But, but to, so but it's, it's, to me, it's, the... it's not as though he would be a bad choice for Rorschach. It's just a very odd No, but, but to me, the problem with casting a well-known celebrity as Rorschach, if you think uh-huh. about it, the problem is that with Rorschach, it means there'd be a celebrity character uh, walking around in the background for the first half of the movie before you find out yep. that he's Rorschach. It kind of yep. spoils the twist there. Yeah, that a little bit. Make any unless sense. unless they put him unless they put him under a Holy pseudonym. Holy fuck, how good would which... that have been just people watching of people yeah. like going to this movie and like for the first third of it the fuck is that Robin Williams in the background holding <laughs> holding a, as the crazy like street preacher as the guy yeah, holding exactly. the end is near so, yeah. is that just fucking Rob did they just leave the door to the set unlock and he wander in? Yeah. Where the fuck is Robin Williams here? And, He's and not saying is, anything. Like, no one's drawing uh, attention to him. And it would be like an entertaining cameo, but then he'd keep oh, appearing multiple so times in the, in the movie. Yeah, it would be great. It would be awesome. But yes, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it is one of those things where I can kind of see both sides with George R. R. Martin. But at the end of the day, it's true. He does not owe us his life. But at the, uh, on the other side, and he's doing well. He's making a lot of money off Game of Thrones. Like, he's yeah. not, he's not, oh, yeah. he's not sitting there struggling, like, chained to a typewriter going, I must make rent this month. Mm. So you do kind of go, okay, George, yeah. you know, take six months, finish the next damn book. <laughs> You've got to have, because he literally said, oh, I've got like 300 pages that I had to cut from the last book and transform to the next book and you know anyway so it's that kind of thing it's clearly not uh something that he feels enthusiastic about anymore it's fine all right what are we moving on to next i think it's okay yeah we should do the last one that you guys have that you planned all right so the last one is tomorrow's the macy's thanksgiving day parade and this will actually be kind of a big deal because for the first time they have a new balloon in it it's gonna be (laughs) wait 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 no stop because there have been new balloons before so this cannot be the first time they've had a new balloon no they've had new balloons before but this is the first time they've had like a prominent anime character in it i think they've had pikachu in the yeah past, i was gonna say but they've had pikachu but arguably that's also because of video games hmm. but this is the first time they're gonna have goku <laughs> so it's kind of a big deal especially to a lot of anime fans because we've never had a purely anime character why, in the macy's day why program, now as far as i am aware <laughs> why this year of all years is there something about dragon ball that's happened this year that's really exciting <laughs> the most recent the most recent season series has been pretty a pretty big deal for a lot of people okay especially if you're into dragon ball so right. there's that which i am not but yes yeah it's had another anime series that's doing very well it's doing so it's getting a bit of a resurgence and they've been promoting the hell out of it as vampire kyota said in the yeah. chat <laughs> so like basically ever like the the tweet that I that I posted to you guys is specifically from the Dragon Ball Super account, which is the current season, and it's official. And it's an official account. I saw posts from Viz, which and Funimation, which both handle the manga and anime of the series, and then Crunchyroll also reposted the same thing, and they are one of the main platforms that uh, distributes the anime. Uh, to English-speaking audiences. And we entirely selected this story so that we could have uh, Adam ask, what's a Goku? What's a Goku? What is a Goku? What's a Goku? Uh, Technically speaking, it is is a a mythical character (laughs) from China who is half monkey, part monkey, can transform into a monkey, depending on which version we're talking about. If it's Journey uh, into the West, it's uh, Sun Wukong, which is the monkey. Right. right. The monkey right, demon that... slash monkey king. Yeah. Okay. What does that have to do with Goku and Dragon Ball Z? Then? Okay, That's so fun story. Um... Was based off of. That's what the original series was based off of. It... That's where Son Goku gets his name. <laughs> yeah, originally it was a weird kind of anime sci-fi adaptation of Journey into the West. Except mm-hmm. then yeah. it kept going. 
<laughs> yeah, it was it was so popular that that the editors and going <laughs> the and... editors of Shonen Jump were like, "Hey, we need you to keep writing this." And Toriyama <laughs> was like, "Okay, I'll keep writing it." So he kept writing it. It went on kind of like J.R. Martin. It went <laughs> it went on for so long. He went all the way around, and it was in the east instead of the west. Yeah, anyway. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. like if you had uh, Ten Commandments, and then rather <laughs> than you know, okay, we've led the Hebrews out of Egypt, it just kept going and then Charlton Heston fights Space Hitler and, find, yeah, and finds his long lost uh, brother who reveals that, you know, he's actually an alien. Uh, yeah. Okay. And that there's a bunch of other people like yeah. him who also have tails and randomly transform into giant monkey monsters. Or for the sake of my <laughs> allegory, you know, just a whole alien species of people who can talk to God and part water. And then, you know, he has to that he has to fight his brother and then he has to fight the a monarch of the remnants of these people because their planet was blown up by Space Hitler and then they have to fight Space Hitler and then they have mm. to fight a yeah. Frankenstein monster and then they have to <laughs> fight a Kirby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do literally have to fight yeah. a Kirby, don't they? Yeah. And 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 I guess since Piccolo is a D is is based off of Satan, mm-hmm. even though there was actually a character named Mr. Satan. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh, also, that's Mr. Satan to you. No, we also have to clarify: Mr. Satan is not a bad guy. Yeah, Mr. Satan is not a bad guy. He's just a character named Mr. Mr. Satan, Satan. Is a friendly the actual, ally. The actual Satan. Yeah, the actual Satan slash devil allegory is a character named Piccolo, who turns out to be the best father that. Goku's son has ever had. <laughs> okay, Adam. Ouch. So in dra- no, Ouch, so I we do. need to give this explanation. So in Dragon Ball, God is an alien. Okay. Yeah. He came Just to like Earth Earth. for reasons that I don't remember, but because he was at some point not worthy, he underwent some ritual to split himself into his evil and good halves, thus becoming the devil and God, respectively. Okay. God is also a job. There has been jo- there have been gods beforehand, and the and there and then when this god dies in the series, somebody else of his species takes over as a takes over as god. Okay. Oh, and also the devil wa- and also the devil was killed, but he reproduced asexually via vomiting an egg. What? Yep. Yeah. What is wrong with anime? Yeah. Who is his son? Piccolo? Who is his? Yes. So thus, there is uh, the devil's name was Piccolo, and thus Piccolo's yeah. son, Piccolo Junior, is his offspring via asexual reproduction, and also his reincarnation. Well, yeah. Homer Simpson voice. Mm, I can yeah. see why this is so popular. <laughs> <laughs> part is is that that that's just how <laughs> that's just how piccolo's people do in fact yes reproduce. they they don't they're, they're they have a gender one gender they have one gender <laughs> and, and it's slug S- uh, yeah basically <laughs> basically and he's the, he's probably one of the most if not the most popular yes. character in the series oh also well, then it be... ca- wait of course then it... mr satan Honestly, both, Piccolo. but Piccolo is the favorite. And because... <laughs> Piccolo in particular. You so I have to clarify, way. both the person named Mr. Satan and the person who previously <laughs> held the title of the devil slash Satan, neither are antagonists in the series. Well, I mean, Piccolo no, no, starts Piccolo out as one, but Piccolo has spent far more time as a protagonist than yeah. an antagonist. <laughs> yeah, and and as I said, as it turns out, Goku eventually gets married and has a kid, and then that kid decides, you know who should train me to fight because my dad isn't going to train me to fight? The guy that my dad beat up. <laughs> so I'm going to go over to Piccolo and ask him to train me to fight. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I guess that's a logical way. Oh, that's that guy. I've seen that guy. <laughs> I haven't seen him burping eggs, but I have seen this green yeah. dude with the with the little uh, antenna. 
I guess um yeah. I guess One Punch Man is making fun of this a lot, right? Yeah. Or am I completely One Punch Man uh, makes yeah. fun of all other anim- action anime. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it, it specifically goes after a lot of tropes found in shonen anime in particular. Mostly because a lot of shonen anime takes its cues from Dragon Ball and it's very And serious. Dragon Ball took so... its cues from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, so that's the very yeah. So that's the uh <laughs> pedigree of this madness. Fair enough. Yeah, okay, basically. so to clarify, since I have to explain Mr. Satan more fully, <laughs> Mr. Satan Mr. Satan is effectively a pro wrestler in yeah. that everybody thinks he's a real martial artist, but his stuff is entirely, like, performance and show. Okay. Yeah, yeah so he is, like, a buffoon who cannot actually fight. That's his thing. And he is based on, at least visually, on somebody who, this was a real person, called Count Dante. Yes, I know Count Dante. Yes, who I was going to say, I think since you're reading the pulp stuff for This Mad World. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. That you might have come across his ads. I I know him in in comics, yes. He used to advertise in the back of comics. Yeah. Yes. So, again, and he was a famous fake martial artist who sold his training things, and you can kind of see where, from the view of the Japanese thing, getting the name of Count Dante to Mr. Satan. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a little bit of a stretch, but I can kind of see what they were doing. He's well enough known in Japan that they were like, oh yes, a parody of Count Dante. Yes! You would be surprised what gets over to Japan. Like, Billy Banks, so, so for some reason, Vampiric is very Yoda... popular in Japan. <laughs> okay. So our boy Vampiric Yoda posted a, a, a set of panels from the manga, which shows Space Hitler, Frieza, training the way that Rocky did in the yes! Rocky movies. <laughs> he doesn't punch meat, however, but he does. you do see him with a punching bag. <laughs> So the fact that they didn't put Frieza in a freezer <laughs> is very disappointing to me. <laughs> no, the actual, yeah, pretty much the thing there is that he he did, <laughs> uh, like, three other arcs beyond when he wanted to stop. Because Cause he wanted to stop with the Frieza yeah. arc. Like, that was a pretty definitive arc. Like, the end of that was... Is, is pretty definitive for a lot of people just because of all of the shit that happened, but then it kind of kept going because, again, the people at Shonen Jump were like, this is popular, keep going. This is gold! More so. of these Satans! <laughs> we need more we need various more Satans! The devil. <laughs> we need more allegories for the devil. Okay. okay. Not enough uh, Satans. Uh, what do I do? I know. Too many I think Satans. Of a weird pink alien thing that eats people and absorbs their powers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so basically what we've established is that they, they're they making a uh, Goku balloon. So this is the thing. Yes, yeah, so you can see why this was granted a Macy's Day balloon. <laughs> now, what, can, does this mean you can buy your way into the Macy's Day Parade? Like, you're just like, we're promoting our big thing, so we're going to make a balloon for the Macy's Day Parade? Or... What did they just? I, honestly, it... I I wouldn't be too surprised if money was a factor in terms of like what gets in, and it is quite possible that Toy or mm-hmm. or um uh, I forget the company that owns Shonen Jump, but it's possible that like they made a pitch and were like, "This is a pop culture phenomenon that's been around since the nineties. Right. It kind of deserves to be in the Macy's Day." Parade. I have absolutely so... no issues. I can completely agree with that. Like that, it's worth being in yeah. the Macy's Day Parade. It's just weird. Like, who decides? Is there a blue ribbon panel of Macy's Day Parade balloon judges who go, "I think it 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 is time." Is it like the is it like the Lifetime Achievement Oscar? Do they go? Okay, now it is time. Goku may be in there. You're not ready yet, kid. <laughs> Come back in twenty years. If I'm still here, you can, if you can beat me. Um, well, I also think part of the factor is is that like they also have to make sure that whatever they're putting in there is relevant to the people who'd be watching. Yeah. So it is also quite possible that like for years they've had stuff that wasn't relevant. I know a couple of years ago, one of the reasons why a lot of people watched the Macy's Day Parade was because the Cartoon Network. F- float 
rickrolled everybody who was watching and that was a major deal <laughs> so like like trying to stay relevant i think is also part of it mm. and it's just like well this is one of the biggest pop culture things since ever we might as well let them do it yeah so well that sure absolutely uh and of course like i'm not that familiar with the macy's day parade but that you know the simpsons episode where they joke about how everything's from like funky winker bean and and the noid and things yeah. that aren't relevant at all <laughs> yeah because and... i think they always do snoopy and like it's not that Sno snoopy is irrelevant no. it's just that like i don't know how many kids are still reading I, peanuts comics i love peanuts but the fact that it's such a zombie pop culture property yeah. that just keeps going but canada's wonderland in up in canada uh, we it used to be heavily brand. It's a theme park, and it used to have all these brands and okay. all these characters that were, you know, it would have uh, like the the Lara Croft Tomb Raider ride and all that stuff. It lost basically all the brands, but it still has peanuts. It still has Snoopy and Charlie Brown in one corner of the park, <laughs> huh. and that just shows you That's how desperate they were to brand everything with peanuts. Um, yeah, you you need to stay relevant in some capacity, and if if having apparently one version of super saiyan goku floating up in the air next to snoopy is the way to do it then so be it <laughs> is is the verse is the macy's day parade still like really popular do people really watch it every year and stuff or is it kind uh, it, of a... it's a it's a thanksgiving tradition for a lot of people i don't know if people are actively watching it right. um that's the only thing, because, like, I know I've just put it on as we're, like, right. making Thanksgiving for the day, and it's not something we're, like, really actively watching, but that could also just be my family, so. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, that's the impression I get. It's one of those things people put on in the background, and the football game, too, except people watch the football game because they care about the football game, the Super Bowl, or whatever. Um, mm, not the Super Bowl. Not in this the house. Not the Super Bowl. <laughs> the Super Bowl's in, like, what, February? Again, this is me not knowing anything about sports. Yeah, I so, don't... Something I don't know like why that. exactly, but the football game played on Thanksgiving is a popular, it, like, it's a big deal. We should wrap it up, but I did want to ask, what do you think the PSI is on the filling of that uh, Goku balloon? Do you, do you think it's... OVER 9000! There we go. <sighs> I was, yeah, I'm sorry, it was frankly foolish of me to even ask if it's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it. No. <laughs> That's the only Dragon Ball thing I know. Anyway, okay, let's uh, let's put a pin on that. That's it for the evening, I believe, right? So uh, unless you had yeah, something... that's it. We wanted we were, we're trying to end these on a high note. Yes. Well, that was a pretty high note that <laughs> I that note. I delivered. Yes. Well, let's roll off into the highly pixelated sunset. Uh, just a reminder. Um, to check our Patreons, uh, because we are all weekly. Uh, I Well, that too, but you should check our Patreons, which we will link to below. Uh, and that the show is going to be weekly from now on. Uh, and it has been for a while, but it will continue to be weekly. Um, I Ing actually mentioned my other podcast, which is called What Mad Universe, which you can uh, check out at uh, the Never Sleeps Network. So I'll plug that, just because it's available. Uh, anyway, uh, so we're wrapping it up for the evening, folks. Uh, so sleep well. We'll see you next year because weeks feel like years now, as we've established from the last show. And uh, so <laughs> anyway. All right. Have a good night, folks. Bye.